Welcome to the 140th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Look at us go! One of these days before recording, I'm just going to say penis really loud. (laughs) It's going to be fine. I mean, we can edit that in, right? We can just copy paste that into every episode. Uh Uh-huh. Is this two episodes in a row that word showed up? Probably. (laughs) I think last episode it was goblin penis specifically. Oh, yes. Wait, as a noun or a verb? Yes. <laughs> Last episode, you met Toff Ornolus. He told you about the missing students, gave you a lot of backstory on himself and how he's the puppet of the former Academy runner Volschnik. And the student who is missing had a doodle of Volschnik in their spell book. Right. Saying, why did this person want me framed, essentially? Why did he want me to take the blame? Who is he? Etc. So you found out a lot of information. The last episode was a lot of information. And let's jump in there. So Toph looks at you all and says, um, please come back to my office so we can. Uh, I, have, I have a few things I'd like to give you since I'm unable to make moves against Volschnik. Perhaps you could make those moves for me, if you don't mind. Please uh, come with me. All right. Do we search this kid's room yet? No, you can. I actually never even gave you a description of the apartment. This apartment looks lived in, but tidy. There are still clothes in a closet, and there appear to be no signs of a struggle. Nothing turned over. Nothing rummaged through. Everything is tidy. So it doesn't look like somebody took him from here. Or if they did, they picked up afterward. I wonder if there's like secret writings on the walls. Could use a black light. I'm afraid of what we'd find if there was a black light, you know. <laughs> it's a college dorm. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Does anyone sense any magic in the room? Okay. Outside of the spell book, there is no magic in the room. You don't find anything. Toph told you about the false bottom in the nightstand. So you guys look in there. You can see that's where he kept his spell book. There's dust in the bottom. The book wasn't. So there's like the shape of the book. He was not a good student. No, no, he was not. He was wanting to learn languages and not summon imps. The Dark Lord must be so disappointed. (laughs) Who was around to see him taken by which guards? It was the the guard on duty near near where the manifestation was. The guards on duty just took him in to the jails while the rest of the people were looking on in horror. The only reason I ask is because if we can get a description on this guy, maybe we can go find him and that would lead us back to where he might have taken this young student. I'm sure there's some records of it. There was a large number of people in Kendall Plaza when this happened, so I'm sure you could also find whichever guard was on duty that day. Okay. So if you, he wanted to take us to his office or whatever? Yes, he wanted to give you some gifts to entice you to help him move against this evil. Okay, lead on. As you head back to his office, you go up the spiral staircase. It is a fairly large office with a large oak desk. Again, just the smell of musty books hits you as you walk into that room. You see that there is an imp kind of tottering around in his office. Obviously, his familiar kind of like sweeping some of the dust off the floor. The sounds of 
like lectures kind of reverberate through the halls and kind of like you hear that low din in his office. Um, here, I would like to give you this bag. I feel like this could help you in your journeys. He hands you a bag of holding type two. So this is an upgrade to your bag of holding type one that you have. Gonna put the mouths of the bags of holdings together and flip the other one over. <laughs> and you've officially ended the world. No. no. Yeah, good. So a bag of holding type two can carry up to 50 bulk worth of items. Also here, as he reaches into the bag of holding, he hands you a few other things. A standard grade silver plus two striking scimitar. Ooh. Wow. <clears throat> Brianna. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll take that, please. Yes. <laughs> She just unintentionally just rips it out of his hands. Mine! I mean, uh, thank you. <laughs> Silver weapons might come in handy if you confront some devils. So I think this might be good for you. He gives you eight doses of Silver Sheen. Silver Sheen will let you coat your weapon for one action. And then for the next hour, your weapon is considered silver. That's awesome. You slather this silvery paste over one melee weapon, one thrown weapon, or 10 pieces of ammunition. Once you open it, it rots quickly, so you must use it immediately. It lasts for one hour. He also gives you eight greater healing potions, two panaceas, and a wand of sending. It's like something horrible is about to happen. Sending, isn't that like a messaging thing? Or something or something else? Yes. And he looks at you and goes, if you need to get in touch with me again, the easiest way would be to use the wand of sending. That way we can chat quickly and then figure out where we will meet. Okay. Thank you for your help. We very much appreciate it. No, thank you for your assistance. I apologize about the struggles we had at the beginning. Oh, lastly, I requisitioned this item from the storage vaults. think this might be helpful, but I don't know how to use it. And he presents to you a very old looking horn. Okay. Like a horn of an animal or like a trumpet? It looks like a bull's horn. It is a white horn with gold filigree around the where it would connect to the head. And then it kind of contracts into a mouthpiece. Or religion. Or kind of. No. I would say some kind of one of the magics. Yeah. Well, he tells us, Sean. Yeah, he's, he's like, um, this item was recovered from the city's early days from a Shawanti Karen. It's been gathering dust here in the Academy Vault for centuries, but its ability to damage devils and other evil foes should be helpful to you. A Shawanti Karen? Karen? Karen, I assume. C-A-I-R-N. Right. I don't think it's a lady that wants to speak to the manager. I think <laughs> probably it's a burial site. I'm going to guess. I could be wrong. <laughs> when you blow into it, it just says... Manager! Manager! <laughs> so what does it do exactly? If you were to blow in it, uh, the noise should hurt any devils that you come across. So mechanically, it is held in one hand. It grants a plus two item bonus to performance checks when played as an instrument. Once per day for two actions, the horn is clearly audible for hundreds of feet, but within a 20 foot emanation, the sound causes agony in those who wish harm upon the user. The horn also sheds bright light in the area and dim light for the next 20 feet. 
Enemies of the user in this area take 76 sonic damage and 76 good damage, DC 30 fortitude save. Creatures that are specifically vulnerable to sunlight are also frightened one if they fail the save or frightened two on a critical failure. This activation also attempts to counteract any darkness or sleep effects in the area, which is a plus 23 counteract check. My first instinct, and this is a terrible instinct, is to give it to Jasper. <laughs> I mean, considering where it came from, Quintalan is inclined to take it. Well, yes, obviously. That is the logical solution. I did not say my instinct was logical. It would be a <laughs> hilarious thing to do. Until he just randomly blows it constantly. Blah, 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 blah. Stop, stop making the noise. Haha, <laughs> nice sounds. Yeah, so that's what you get. Thank you kindly. This sword is, is magnificent. So just so you know, the panacea, P-A-N-A-C-E-A, this potion appears to shift colors and no two observers describe it in the same way. When consumed, it attempts to counteract all curses and diseases affecting you, as well as the blinded and deafened conditions from spells affecting you. The potion has a counteract level of seven and a 1d20 plus 20 modifier on the roll. Eight silver sheen, eight healing potions major, two panacea, a plus two silver striking scimitar and a bag of holding marked two, as well as the horn. So I guess we talked to the guard that was on duty to see, I mean, that was a good thought. I think it was Ooh who asked who the guards were that took the guy away. Yes. I think that's a great instinct. So uh, I think we should go do that. All right. So that would take you towards Fort Curvosa and Garrison Hill which is in Old Curvosa, which is also going to take you across the Jaeger Bridge. Okay, so do we want to investigate the Jaeger Bridge as we go across it, I guess? Works for me. I'm not sure what we would do, but I'm happy to do that. I guess we're just looking to see if there's any writing around or something. Or, well, we've seen haunts before. Do we know if there would be evidence of what would trigger it? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we go look and see what we see. All right, so as you approach the bridge, you notice that there is a reserved Shawanti person with stylized white tattoos on their face, lingering at the side of the bridge. Hello. Do the tattoos on their face look like anything specific where I could tell, like, what Qua they're from or what their role might be? Skylar Qua. You could tell from the markings that they're part of the Skylar Qua clan, which is the clan that has been, uh, you know that they've been given land back in old Corvosa on the northeast side of it. Is that near the old docks? Yes, near the old docks, yes. So the for those of you who don't know, uh, the Skylar Qua is the Sun Clan. They typically are very warlike and they're very xenophobic. So I find it interesting that they're the ones that have the land here in town. Matt, I also put the horn in your inventory. Thank you. It is called, so you know the official name of it, Horn of the Sun Arcos, A-U-R-O-C-H-S. Orox. Orox, sorry. Orox are animals. That's actually one of the totems of the uh, Sun Clan, like bulls or steers. I'm sorry, nothing it up. Actually, they're like bison. So Orox are like bison. So you see that there is a member of the Skylar Qua clan just kind of standing by the bridge, speaking to anyone who approaches. They're speaking to anyone who approaches them? Yeah. They look like they're selling wares. Oh, okay. I guess we walk up and see what they got. Hello. May I help you? Hi. Is this uh, normally where you sell your goods? 
Yes, I tend to sell food or water to people who have been walking around a lot, especially during the funeral that's been going on today. Good time for good business. Were you here? How long ago was the uh, the sighting? A week ago. Were you here a week ago when the apparition was sighted on the bridge? Yes, I was. My name is Shakal Waterfinder. I have heard that you are investigating these uh, sightings as well as you just told me that, but I believe that some of the elders in my clan might be interested in speaking with you about the sighting of the ghost of Iliosa. We would be happy to talk to them. My question was mostly, were you here? Did you see what happened? Yes, the apparition showed up where the Grey Maidens had maintained a guard post once the northern islands and once the other bridges were burned here. She appeared right after sunset and many people were terrified about this. Some people have never, have not left Old Corvosa since the sighting of the former queen. I believe that this is just a illusion created to harass the residents of Corvosa, perhaps urging agents of the Grey Maidens to come back and try and take over again. Okay. Have there been Grey Maiden sighting, or at least order of the Irony sightings since the apparition that you know of? Not that I know of. Well, <laughs> okay. So can we go check out the spot where he said he saw this apparition? Oh, absolutely. He's like right outside the bridge, like on the south side of the bridge, like crossing into the old docks. And he kind of points out where, and you notice that there's like a little monument that says, you know, this is where Grey Maidens fought the people of Carvosa on this bridge, keeping people out of where they needed to go. It's kind of a monument that talks about how evil the Grey Maidens were and how the people who stood against them are heroes. I saw her show up right here, right in this area. Okay. So I guess we look around and see if there's anything to find. Any evidence left behind, any writing on the wall, anything that we find. All right. Let me make some secret perception checks. Also, Haya, I gave you the plus two striking silver scimitar. Nice. The disrupting is from a rune, right? So you don't have to use your ability for disrupting then. So as you all kind of search the bridge, you don't really notice anything There's no evidence of any writing like there was in the throne room. You don't really see anything remarkable. All right. Well, I mean, if we don't see anything here, I say we continue on to check with the guard about the kid, and then we'll ask Shikai where his tribal leaders are that want to talk to us, and then we can hit them on the way back. Sure. So they tell you they're directly to the east when you cross the bridge. Everything... On the map here, everything from Old Docks to the east is Skylar Qua territory, and you're heading over to this area, which is to the west. So you're going to walk right by it. Okay. Do you guys want to go to the garrison first, or you want to stop by the Shawanti camp first? That sounds good. Let's go to the garrison. All right. The emphatic answer is garrison, I guess. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll catch you on the way back. All right. Very good. Uh, we look forward to seeing you. It's not often that... We see many Shawanti that are not part of our clan here from out of town. So we're going back to the uh, to the garrison? We're not going back to the garrison. We're heading to the west up here in the Northern Isle. We haven't been there yet. To the garrison? No, I'm kidding. Uh- <laughs> yes, we're going to the garrison to talk to the people who apparently arrested this kid. Got it. 
There's gonna be a jailbreak. <laughs> so on the map V1, where it's old city hall, that has been turned into kind of a it's like a white collar jail like. So it's not federal pound you in the ass prison. Ooh. Right. Exactly. It's oh, no, we have to go play tennis at three jail. Delightful. Yes. So there are two guards out front as you approach. Hello. Hello. We'd like to go inside, please. Uh, you're visiting anyone? Yes. Who are you visiting? Kalios. Your mama. You see, they look at each other like, uh, I'm sorry, he's uh, no longer here. Where did he go? Um, that's under investigation and outside of our jurisdiction. We don't really have anything to say to the public. Oh, but we're not the public. And Twintown will show them their writ. We're here on order from the queen. Oh, well, well, <laughs> you see them, they get visibly uncomfortable and like start shuffling their feet a little bit. Oh, uh, well, uh, in that case, please right this way. Timothy, you stand guard. I'll take the man. Okay. <laughs> so this guy kind of leads you in. You see most people are like playing some sort of chess like game. And finally you get to the warden's office and the guard introduces you and goes, these are uh, emissaries from the queen. They're asking about uh, the missing person. Good luck. And he kind of walks away. Hey, before you go, please don't tell anyone that we came here. All right, just keep your beautiful little trap shut. Uh, yep. Mum's the words. Mum better be the word. And I smile. So you see a slightly rotund, dark-skinned man with uh, plump fingers sitting behind the desk. Oh, hello. Hello. Wait a minute. Sergeant Allo? Yeah. <laughs> Did they transfer you? That's my brother. <laughs> gonna say did they transfer him from <laughs> absalom <Maybe. laughs> i just now in my head canon all head of the security are related to sergeant allo <laughs> what can i do for you get him twin talent you just let him know please no violence in here oh we hope it won't come to that we're looking for a prisoner that you were in charge of kelios and Ibram. oh yes um he uh disappeared we know that much, of course. What we, He unfortunately disappeared under your watch, your jurisdiction. So I sincerely hope that more than just he disappeared would be available to the inquisitors of the queen. Oh, well, so you know about the apparitions appearing, correct? So he said that he did the first one and he was in charge of all of the apparition and that it was just a prank and it shouldn't happen again. But then the second apparition appeared on the bridge, and then he quickly retracted his statement. We told him that since he confessed to the first one, we'd have to try him for at least mischief, as it scared a bunch of people and frankly caused a couple of the older people in town to have to see a cleric. It frightened them so much. So we took him to the magistrate and the magistrate told him he had to do some community service, picking up trash and mucking stables and all that stuff. So we took, he left that evening to head home back to the academy and he was supposed to show up the next day, but he never showed up. So we went to look for him and couldn't find him. We asked the academy 
if they had seen him and they had never seen him return from the magistrate. So we've been investigating, but with all of the other problems that have been happening with the other manifestations, we've been busy trying to keep people calm. As now with the death of the Phrasmin priest, we've been very busy. I can imagine. Did you say that you escorted this young man back to the academy? Oh, no. After the, We escorted him to the magistrate, but once he was sentenced, we kind of trusted that he'd show up for his work. He seemed very apologetic and a very trusting young man who got up to a little mischief, so we just let him leave from the magistrate with the promise to return to start doing the stable mucking. Did you receive any information as to who was the last person to see him before his disappearance, or is it simply you? Well, the magistrate saw him, but it was so late in the day after the trial, when we all left and went our separate ways, it was probably about sundown, so maybe people in the streets, but that's about it. I'm going to tug on Twin Talon's pants. Okay. (laughs) And off they go. No. I'm trying to get his attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, buddy, what's up? I don't think this guy's giving us the straight story. All right. Yeah, let's make some sense motive checks here. Okay. Let me roll some detect bullshit. That is the official term. Absolutely. Perception. Twin Talon and Ooh. You think he's telling the truth. Soraya, you know 100% he is giving you every piece of information he has. Brianna and Knife Sword, this guy is lying through his teeth. Knew it. I hate when we get these conflicting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna crawl up on the desk <laughs> and grab him by the scruff of his shirt. Okay. Ooh, where did you come from? I'm gonna put on all the gobliny intimidation that I can muster. Okay. Where were you on the night in question? Uh, I was doing rounds. Why are you yelling at me? Where were you on the night in question? Uh, doing rounds in old Cravosa. Answer me. I was in old Corvosa. Tell me the truth or I'll nibble your ears. The frisky unicorn, okay? Oh. Second question. What are you wearing to the costume contest? <laughs> now we get to the important stuff. I'm a member of this city guard. I can't participate in the costume contest. Ridiculous. Change the law. I'm not the queen. Wow, why is the queen involved in this costume contest rules? This seems very beneath her. Anything else you guys want to ask him now that he's cracked? <laughs> there has been no investigation upon his disappearance. None at all. We've been very busy. Again, the death of the priestess was quite sudden. And, you know, a lot of people really liked her, myself included. So with her death coming so suddenly, we've all been, you know, trying to make sure that we honor her appropriately. And, you know, this, uh, this funeral procession, we had to put guards on the path because we didn't want mourners throwing themselves in front of the other priests as they did the procession with her body. You better be telling us the truth or you're going to be thrown into the deepest, darkest room of her backpack. What? Knife sword, stop it. So just to re- <laughs> go over what he said, so they escorted him to the magistrate and then just left him there and they don't know what happened after that. Is that accurate? They stayed for the court proceedings. Okay. That he was sentenced to community service for being just a public nuisance. After the court proceedings, they went their separate ways. They told him he could go home, sleep in his own bed, and then to report back to the police station, essentially, the next morning to be assigned his community service. 
the magistrate said, and they left when the magistrate said that, and then, like, did not see this young man leave this premises. They both left the courtroom together, like, not together, but they both left at the same time. The missing person lives at the university, so they went south. The police officers who were there went back to Garrison Hill. Okay, so there's no one's seen him since the court proceeding, basically, though. Correct. And this is not a cause for alarm. Well, they're, they're it is, but there's so well, many yeah, there's, there's so many things going on in the town right now. Like these appearances of Queen Iliosa. Every time they happen, all four times that they've happened, the town guard has had to go out and keep people from panicking. Like they're doing damage control, so they don't have. There's not enough people to continue searching for this mis- single missing student who had cr- like criminal mischief. Most people assume that he just left town, like he ran. Okay, I guess that's valid. Find the magistrate. Yeah, I mean, but I think that the cops saw him leave. They just went their way, and this kid went his way. Right. Is that true? Do we think that there's some bullshit happening? Is he lying? You Now, I assume that he is telling the truth, and you all assume that he's lying about this, right? Well, you and I think he's telling the truth. Soraya is convinced he's telling the truth. I know for a fact he's telling the truth. <laughs> and Knives for Knife think he's lying. He could be lying. It's true. Because, you know, one of them always lies, one of them always tells the truth. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> Don't understand. Saray is of the opinion that we're dealing with Canadian Zoolander and he doesn't know how to lie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what he sounds like. We could always intimidate or give him liquor. We could give him liquor. Anybody got liquor in their bag? Twin Town will look at her. (laughs) This man is on duty. Sir, if there's anything else you need to tell us, we are here under the... Fuck, I can't speak. At the behest of the Queen. Thank you. I'm just going to stop talking. I'm going to go guard the door instead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can't speak. Oh, yes, I saw your writ. Uh, I wouldn't lie to you guys about anything because you're here for the queen and I serve the queen as well. We're pretty sure he just like fled the city because he didn't want to like stable muck. I don't see why that's a big problem. It's just raking some cow poo and horse poo and maybe pig poo. But oh, well, that feels like a pretty convenient answer for, you know, a disappearance that had been happening all over the city. Just saying. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? We haven't had any other uh, reports of people missing, at least uh, not to my knowledge. I've looked at the casebooks here and uh, there's no extra people missing. He's the leader of the guard and he has shit all for these missing people? Well, I mean, it's a thing I heard. I could have gotten it wrong. Maybe the person I was overhearing didn't know what they were talking about. But we heard reports that there were missing people, that there were... People going missing at the time of these hauntings. Yeah. Oh, that's scary to think about. Do you know who said that? Maybe we could go interview them to see if we can find out more about this. Not specifically. Oh, that's a shame. Because if our people are missing, we need to go find them. I'm surprised you would not have this information. We literally got here, when was it, yesterday? And we've been gathering this information? Again, I don't think that I'm doing a very good job at explaining how tense the whole city of Curvosa is. Like, manifestations of Queen Iliosa, whenever they happen or whenever people see them. Like mass panic stampede type effect? Yes, exactly. Then, on top of all of this a beloved clergy member who helped the town during a plague that wiped through here because of Queen Iliosa died. Like, 
suddenly without warning. Yes, she was old, but she was in great health, according to clerics and everyone that she spoke to. Like she shouldn't have just suddenly like gone. You know what I mean? So now there's kind of a, a vacuum of this like symbol of hope, right? That is gone. And this funeral is happening and everyone is super tense and on edge here. Like if you notice, the only person who's actually said Queen Iliosa's name was someone from the Shawanti. Everyone else just calls her the former queen so much so that it's like if they say her name, she will appear kind of like a Bloody Mary type deal. Like that's how tense everyone is. Voldemort, Voldemort, Voldemort. It's definitely not Voldemort. Yeah, it's that same thought, basically. Bunch of babies, if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. But like the guard is spread. And this this is like her reign and her reign of terror is still very fresh in people's memories, too. This was only 10 years ago. Yeah, like Twin Talon's brother is probably doing double and triple shifts. Like he is just exhausted. Like you see a huge guard presence in the town and in the city, but it's also a massive city and they are severely understaffed from essentially a war 10 years ago. Fair enough. It's not like they're neglecting this, but like a single missing person, whatever, like, yeah, it's bad. They need to investigate it. But there's so many other things right now that that one missing person. Right. They're still putting out fires. Yeah, exactly. That's triage. They have to pick the, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for your understanding and your and your time. We apologize. I'm sure you have enough to do. No, everyone's a little bit on edge right now. I totally understand. I'm so glad that you were able to come out and help the queen. We are run ragged here. Now, if you see anything or you do hear any more rumors of people missing, if you can get their names and there's uh, we can maybe spare one or two guards to try and investigate that. But as of now, I think most people are guarding the funeral route. Again, we're just concerned because the late uh, priestess was so beloved here. I just feel like this is a misdirect, like someone is using the priestess's death to do something else because they keep saying, like, all the guards are not here. They're all doing this thing. And it's just like <laughs> that sounds like somebody has done something with the intention that everyone's going to be distracted and they're going to do something else in that meantime. But the problem is, like, we have no indication as to what that might be at this point in time. So I guess on to the Shuanti since they're up here, too. <laughs> Okay, so you see that nearly an entire city block is populated with hide yurts and a broad fire pit instead of the stone and wooden buildings found elsewhere. You see an elderly man with white markings on his face sitting at one of these fires with other elderly members of the clan sitting around with them. This is what the elderly man looks like. Okay. He's got like almost a skull mask on his face. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, this sounds like this doesn't sound like this the Sun Clan. It sounds like it's the Skull Clan. Sean, can you send us a, what the spelling was of that clan? Sure. Are you saying that I don't know my Shawanti clans? I'm saying that you are not always the best at sounding out words. Because there's the Sklar Clan, which is not the Skylar Clan. The Skylar Clan are very rich and they go to prep schools. The Sklarsqua is the Sun Clan. They're Almost always at war, very xenophobic. They use a lot of fire and mounted combat. The Skonqua, the Skonqua is the Skull Clan, revolving around death. I think they would be very close to the Phrasmites, honestly. Okay. He kind of invites you to sit at the fire 
with him. Shaka Waterfinder is there as well and kind of explains that you are investigating the appearance of Queen Iliosa and he thinks that they might be able to assist you with more information. The old man looks at you all up and down and says, "Uh, my name is Thousand Bones. I have been here for a long time and I remember the heroes who defeated Iliosa, making it possible for us, the Sun Clan, to return to our ancestral lands, along with the brutality of how her agents worked to scour non-Chalaxians from the city through violence, plague, and terror. I believe that her ghost is a falsehood and frightening hoaxes, engineered by holdouts who long for a return to Iliosa's rule. I have seen Grey Maidens becoming active in the city a week after the first sighting, even as they outlawed mercenaries attempt to keep a low profile. I have seen them mostly showing up in North Point, where the Grey Maidens once kept their headquarters. But that is all I've seen. Have you heard any information about people being missing? I have. I have heard that many non-Chalaxians have been disappearing in the late evenings. Those who have been walking alone or on lovers' lanes, one or both of the people have gone missing. There has been such a fervor around the city since these appearances and the death of the priestess that I don't believe they've been investigated properly or people are too afraid to go to the police because of these sightings. Many people have not crossed the bridge since a week ago when the sighting of Queen Iliosa first appeared here. It has kept many people in Old Curvosa and many people from coming to Old Curvosa. I feel like that's a good confirmation right there. So you think it's a hoax perpetrated by the Grey Maidens? Or those who the Grey Maidens now serve. Have you ever heard of Volshenik? Only that the Citadel has been named for him. I believe he was in charge of the university nearly a century ago. And you ain't seen any oogly booglies around with uh, some big old staffs that look old and spooky that are not of the Sklaqua clan. I do not believe I have seen any oogly or booglies lately. <laughs> Fun fact, this character was also from the Crimson Throne Adventure Path. <laughs> yep. They were the one that sent us into the Warren, I believe. Correct. His grandson, nephew? Gosh, it's been so long. Went missing as well and was murdered. Yeah, not great. Didn't turn out well. It did not. New decade, same problems. Yep. All right. So this guy thinks it's the Grey Maidens or someone that they serve. For what purpose, I guess, is the question. Chalaxian supremacy? So let's say that's true, that the Grey Maidens or whoever they're serving now, making these images appear. Like, to what end? I, I suppose to see who does come out of the woodwork that would want to, I don't know, join them. It's like a call to arms almost? Mm-hmm. Okay. Personally, I don't buy that. The Enris Company officially serves Abragil II, the Imperial Magistrix of Cheliax, and is dedicated to the powerful Infernal Queen of the Night. Is that where they went? Fascinating. And, as I'm sure you know, Cheliax believes that they should have this land back. Cheliax believes they should have a lot of things. Yes. None of it is right. Mm-hmm. But that is reason enough for most people to do this kind of thing. It's if the only people who are going missing aren't Chalaxian. Well, we don't know who's missing. Actually, Thousand Bones, have you noticed any increased missing persons in your among your ranks or in your area? 
we have managed to stay here and since we've been given back these lands from the current queen, we have not really adventured out far of it. We have been busy building and making it our own home again. So most of our clan stays close together. If we do go out, we do go out in larger groups, not one or two, but five, six, seven. That way, it's if something were to happen, there would be more of us to fight back against whatever it is. Okay. I have no more questions for this guy. I'm not sure about the rest of you. Matt, give me a society roll, please. Uh, got 28. Okay. I mean, you already know that the horn that was just given to you is of Shawanti ancestry. But as you look at, you remember the markings? And they look like some of the markings on Thousand Bones' face. Some of the paint markings that he has. I'll show him the horn. Grandfather, does this look familiar to you? Ah... That is a horn of the sun. That is uh, one of our relics. It was used against devils in the past. We have been looking for these cultural treasures that have been taken from us. So this item was given to us by someone at the Academy for use against devils. Would it be okay with you if we were to use it in investigating what's happening in the city and then... Once that's concluded, we would return it to you. Would that be acceptable? That is more than acceptable. That would be a great honor to us. We would be very thankful if you returned it to us. Is it okay that we use it until such time as we have figured out what's going on in the city? Absolutely. If you need to use it to defeat devils or whatever it may be, please use it with good faith. But again, if you would return it to us afterwards, we would be very grateful. It would be our honor. Thank you. Yeah, fuck you, Dumbledore. Haha. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I thought when he's like, I found this magic horn in a tomb. <laughs> like, oh no, you're the worst. You're a grave robber. I should have made him very British. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This is in the British Museum. We found it. <laughs> uh, Grand Peppy Skullbones, um, did you happen to see when there were reports of the young student who had created the illusions? Did you happen to see any guards roll up with the young student towards the garrison? I saw him taken into custody. There were two guards that escorted him over to the jail. And then there were two guards and the sergeant who led him to the magistrates for sentencing. But I have not seen him since. You have a lot of people in Syria, and I'm not really quite sure where the magistrate is. Hey, I've, I've only been to the ports around here. Wait, wait. Um, <laughs> I thought I recognized you from the ports. Oh, <laughs> grandpappy. There's a reason they call me Thousand Bones. <laughs> that seems very disrespectful. <laughs> that um so do you by any chance remember me <laughs> but of course who could forget such a lovely face hey so grandpappy Skullbones, did you happen to have any of your traps people uh clansmen i'm not really quite sure what to call your your folks your folks did your folks happen to see anybody like with him when he left the magistrate no he seemed very excited to go home and get some rest he said that he was complaining about how uncomfortable the beds were in prison. Well, uh, Grandpapa Skullbones, call me! <laughs> <laughs> we should go. <laughs> Twin Town is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that might be too bad. That's besides the point. <laughs> no, nah, that's not me. So where are you off to now? 
it's getting on in the day. You guys have done a lot of walking, a lot of going around the city. I'd say it's around six o'clock at night. It is Lamashan, so it is kind of late fall, early winter. So it's starting to get a little chilly in the area. Oh, apparently seven o'clock is when it gets dark. So let's head toward because Northgate had one of the sightings too, right? Or two of the sightings. Kendall Plaza, Jaeger Bridge, the Long Acre building, which is in the North Point neighborhood. Yeah, right near Northgate. You also have the Halfling Duskwalker invite in East Shore. And you were also told that Thousand Bones had seen what he thought were Grey Maidens in the city in North Point. All right, well, there's a... The restaurant, getting to that time, Three Rings Tavern in the Northgate area. Why don't we eat dinner there and then we can see what else, you know, is available to look at before turning in. Turning into what? Pumpkins. <laughs> Going to bed. So as you are heading towards the Three Rings Tavern, a tall, dark skinned woman approaches you. She is dressed in chainmail with a long red cloak and a large sword at her hip. Does she look familiar? No, she does not look familiar. She approaches you and she kind of growls out. Stop sticking your nose in places it doesn't belong. And with that, <laughs> we are going to see you all next week. No! Twin Talon doesn't get to do shit because we're leaving. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that also like suddenly the tavern keeper sidles over and blocks our view of this person with food? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Damn it. How does this keep happening? Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.